Thessalonians. Greetings in the name of Jesus Christ our King. We are so excited for this opportunity to share the Word of God with you through your favorite program, The Moment of Truth. We are at a critical moment in God's plan for humanity, and God is said to do awesome things in and through individuals, families, communities, organizations, nations, continents, and across generations. As we proclaim the Word of God in the following series, you are going to receive illumination and direction, especially those in the Valley of Decision, and hopefully you'll be accurately positioned for the current move of God. So, sit back and relax. Go ahead, call your family and friends, and get ready for a life-changing encounter with the Word of God. As you do, your life will never be the same again. Good morning, God bless you. Amen. Amen. Say to your neighbor, peace to you. Peace to to your house. house. And peace to all that you have. In the mighty name of Jesus. How many of you truly desire to be part of the hundredfold company? No more fluctuation in your finances. You are not up today and down tomorrow. Give me James chapter 1 verse 17. At a time in Mrs. Baccarat's life, she does not know more than that verse of scripture. Uh, Not that she doesn't know others, but any time you ask her to pray, she will quote the scripture. Father, in the name of Jesus, every good gift and every perfect gift come from above, from the Father of lights, in whom there is no variableness, neither the shadow of turning. Every time you ask her to pray, huh? You got a revelation of it. It's like Brother Ladapo. If you ask Brother Abim or Ladapo to pray, then no man can receive anything except it is given him from heaven. See, I know my people well. And when they pray, I know where they are coming from. They latch onto whatever revelation they have and they walk in it and it works for them. In the days of Apostle James, there was no wristwatch, no digital watch, no clock, nothing. They will put a rod on the ground and establish it there, waiting for the rising and the falling of the sun to know what the time of the day is. If the sun rises, and the shadow is towards the left, they know it's 9 a.m. If it's towards the right, they know it's 3 p.m. But at a particular time of the day, the sun will be on top of that rod, and there will be no shadows at all. They say the sun is at the peak of its power. The Yoruba says, Ojokori, that the sun is right on your head, so there is no shadow. What that scripture is saying is that God is always at the peak of his power. There's no fluctuation in God. There's no, it rises and it falls in God. It's always constant. There are those who go from 100 to 60 to 30, minus me. There are those who go from 30, 60 to 100. I've been there. I didn't come overnight by overnight sucks. No, I grew in the system. But I do not want to go back to 60 and 30. I want to stay on the cutting edge. I want you to rise and pray this morning. Father, in the name of Jesus, I receive the grace and the anointing to be part of the hundredfold company. In the name of Jesus, that is my stature. That is my status. That is where I belong. I am not fluctuating. 
I'm part of the hundredfold company all the time, producing maximally, impacting the world, impacting the church, and implanting the glory. Thank you for helping us to win by righteousness. In Jesus' mighty name. Luke chapter 8, verse number 8. We'll read it again. And I will declare to you that this word is fulfilling your hearing today. Let's start from verse number 7. 6. Verse 6. Verse 5. As so I went out to sow his seed. I'm going to sow this morning. You're not hearing me. I'm going to give you the tangibility of the grace and the anointing that I walk in. And you are going to receive. In the name of Jesus. He didn't say the sower went to sow. He's a sower. He is a sower with many seed. I have limited seed. I have to be careful the way I sow. He has unlimited seed. Do you understand me? As so I went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop. How? A hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried, You who has ears, let him hear. How many people have ears today? In the name of Jesus, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. I am part of the hundredfold company. In the name of Jesus, I belong to the hundredfold company. Be unto you. According to your faith. In Jesus mighty name. Please be seated. By the grace of God. On Saturday. The 16th of February. We're going to have. Presidential election 2019. We at the Lateran Assembly already know the verdict. Man proposes, God disposes. Whether the result of the election is landslide or moonslide, whether the result is very close or inconclusive, I have only one word for you, Nigeria will win. There will be no bloodbath in our land. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say whether it's landslide, Moonslide, close, too close, or inconclusive, there will be no bloodbath in this land. I want you to rise and stop the Avengers and the, and the blood-sucking demons, the spirit of violence. In the name of Jesus, we stop them dead in their track. There is no room for you to approach in Nigeria. Violence will now operate in our land in Jesus' name. We stop all demonic forces and their human agents, blood suckers in Jesus' name. It is your own blood that you will drink. The blood of the innocent will not be shed in this country. And 
violence will not accompany our elections. We are responsible people. We accept responsibility for our nation. We stop the enemy dead in his track. No blood birth, no blood letting, no blood shed anywhere in the course of this election. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Father, that the election be peaceful. Your name will be glorified. And men we know that the race is never to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Thank you, Father, because at the end of everything, your name and your name alone will be glorified. In Jesus' mighty name. I want you to affirm with me this morning. Are you ready? I affirm that the Lord is my refuge and my fortress. He is, my he is my habitation all this week, all this week. And, beyond this week. and beyond this week in him, in him. I, live. I live and move, I move. And, have my being. and have my being whether I'm in the air, in the air. On, the on the ground on the high sea, on the high sea. wherever I may be and wherever my people will be he is my rock, my life, and my righteousness. And by him, I reign and prevail over adversities. And I win every day in life. God is my helper. He is the one who upholds me with his righteous right hand. Is the stronghold of my life. Is my ever present help in trouble. He has become my salvation. I count on God's rule to prevail. So I take heart. And gain strength. He makes my feet. Like the feet of a deer. So I operate. As a king. On the mountain. Because my heart trusts in him. God gives strength to the weary. Increases the power of the weak. Therefore I am strong. In the Lord. And in the power of his mind. I carry within me. God's divine presence. To influence. And affect my world. Establishing the peace. Righteousness, love, joy, health, and prosperity in the king of the kingdom and revealing the victorious life in Christ Jesus. I belong to Christ, and nothing shall by any means hurt me. No evil shall befall me, neither shall any plague come near my dwelling. Secured and protected on every side. I am blessed beyond the curse. I'm established beyond oppression. I am protected beyond terror. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. And any tongue that rises against me in judgment is hereby condemned. This is my heritage. A servant of the Lord, and my righteousness is from 
God. In Jesus mighty name. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My God will protect you and all yours this week. The blessings of God's goodness will be upon you. Upon your household. Upon your children. Upon your family members. Upon your business. No matter where you may be. No matter where they may be. Nigeria we know peace. In the name of Jesus. Let your power flow in this place. Your power flow. you Lord 
for the word of power you've put in my heart and my mouth for my generation. And just as David served his generation according to the will of God before he fell asleep, enable me, Lord, this day to serve my generation according to your will. Let the entrance of your word bring light and understanding to the simple. I thank you for what you have done in me and what you are about to do through me as you have done in places and other places and in years past. Lord, this day we receive revelation, illumination, and inspiration. And no one under the sound of my voice will go back home the same way. And no one hearing this via the medium of television or any other medium will ever remain the same. Let your anointing fall upon the messenger and the message and upon those who receive in it. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my hearts and the hearts of your people be acceptable in your sight. O Lord our Redeemer, in Jesus mighty name we pray and the people said Amen. Praise the Lord. You may be seated in his presence. I'm spending the whole service today Preparing you for a bumper harvest in the days to come. I heard when that lady said, when he began to lead worship and said, Do you not say in four months will be harvest? Lift up your eyes and see because the field is white already. You are going to reap where you do not bestow labor. Others have labored, you are entering to their harvest. In the mighty name of Jesus. As a result of this, I will first sow into your life God's incorruptible seed. Before you are then given opportunity to respond to same by your giving, so that the love harvest can be activated thereafter like never before. The subject of our contemplation today is how to activate the El Shaddai anointing and perpetuate its flow in your life. How to activate the El Shaddai anointing and perpetuate its flow in your life. I need to give you a background story so that you know why this message is being preached. I thought I'd finished about the El Shaddai anointing last Sunday as the Holy Spirit prompted me. But Two things happened this past week that drew my attention to the cause of lack and indigence in the lives of God's children. That in itself is a paradox. That you will be a child of God, a child of the El Shaddai himself. And live from hand to mouth. That your father will be God. And you have nothing to show for it. If Prince Charles walks into this room. Right now. The way you'll be looking at him is different from the way you look at other people. Because the Yoruba say. Airomoba kamari dansaki. It's impossible for you to see a, a, a prince and not see manifestation of royalty. 
outcome we say our father who art in heaven and we live on earth in want in debt in lack in dissatisfaction that doesn't it doesn't jail but two things happened this past week that kind of showed me why the first thing was that my son in the faith Apostle Aleolulano the senior pastor of Harmony Christian Center in London and Lagos and every other place that God will give to them was in the comfort of my home he had heard that we were behind in our payment schedule to the contractors and subcontractors and the uh, whatsoever, the consultants, the site engineers and that were behind to the tune of 700 million. And then he heard that we had paid. And he said, sir, I don't doubt you. I know when you say it is paid, it is paid. But I want to know. Is it the same faith? And he went into other things that happened in his ministry, in their ministry. And I shared with him some things. But he asked the question, he said, The faith you are using, is it the same faith that we have? And why does it seem... Like York is working actively, and ours work sometimes, and other times he's going to walk. Because <laughs> I'm not going to say he's not working, because faith walks all the time. And I say, son, it depends on usage. Because if you have faith, as little as a mustard seed. And if you use it rightly, and you plant it where it matters, it's going to grow and become a mighty oak. And before you call, God will answer. And while you are yet speaking, God will hear. I believe in asking and receiving, and knocking and a door is open. And seeking and finding. But I also know that when you have the keys, you don't have to knock. And I also know when the Lord begins to seek you because you're a worshiper, you don't have to seek things, they will follow you. I believe he understood what I was saying. Just in case he doesn't have full understanding, I decided to bring that first part here. And then I would tell you the second thing that happened that was not in the comfort of my home, that was at the citadel. I want us to open our Bible to see how these things work. Because if you don't know how it works, you can't work it. To start with, 
our righteousness is the same. Is that clear? The righteousness of the Pope. I saw his triumphal entry into the United Arab Emirates. And how he was well received. You may not know the Pope is not just the head of the Catholic Church. He's a president of a nation. It's called the Holy See. They have their embassies all over the world. Because they do not believe in separating state from religion. Uh, the Catholic Pope operates in what is called Melchizedek anointing. He's a king and a priest. But the rest of the church don't know. And we separate power. I'm talking of political power. From the power that we receive when the Holy Spirit comes upon us. I feel like preaching myself out this morning, but I have to restrain. Because certain things will have to wait for their time. I remember where God took me from. Once upon a time, my name was Indiku. And then it changed. And I became Golan Babatunde Bakari. Same person. Just as Abraham became Abraham. Jacob became Israel. And became thereafter Jeshurun. Just as Saul became Paul. My mother was Wulaimat. And she became Abigail. My father's house was in a street called Aderoku Street. And then we created a road into the street and rebuilt the house that became a museum. And the entire house and the street changed. And it's now Sonia Dekunle Bakari Street. That street had been on before I was born. But it had to change because a higher force came against it. I remember at about 8, 10, 12, telling my friends, they're still alive today, that I had a dream today. I drove myself into my father's compound and I parked the car. They said, you are crazy. Are you going to break all these houses? Well, they were broken and they were rebuilt. A realist knows where it's going, but a dreamer is already living there. Somebody say, new building, new name, new vision, new mission, new logo, new you, new me, new us. This logo, you spend time to put it together and to teach us. If it remains a logo, I've failed. It should translate into you becoming the trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that you'll be glorified. Do you understand me? When Jacob took a poplar tree and put, put holes in them and put it by the water trough, as the animals were drinking, what they were seeing was being transmitted into them and they were given birth to it. This is not a logo. This is you. You must give birth to something bigger than you. Do you understand it? Or else it will remain a logo, an emblem you place on the wall. But I'm going to see men walk as trees. I need to restrain myself now and gradually break it for you till you understand it. Our 
righteousness is the same. The righteousness of the Pope. The righteousness of Pastor Deboe. Those are mighty men. The righteousness of Brother W.F. Kumoy. They have been in the trenches and in the battlefield winning souls. And they are still doing it. Do you understand me? Their righteousness, my righteousness, and the righteousness of a drug addict who got born again five minutes ago are the same. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. Do you understand that? Or do I need to break it down? Let me break it down. For the sake of those who are just coming and for the sake of those who have not been here when I taught it. Are you ready, congregation? Yes, sir. I can hear you. Yes, sir. Say with me, faith comes, faith comes. By, hearing. by hearing and hearing, and hearing. By, the word of the Lord. by the word of the Lord. Now, I want you to please respond. If you do not hear German, please lift up your hand. You don't hear German? Lift up your hand. Thank you. Please stand up to your feet. Stand up. Those who don't hear German, you are standing already, stand up. If you don't hear French, please lift up your hand. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. You don't hear French. You don't hear French. You don't hear French. Okay. Question, are you deaf? You hear, but you don't understand. Sit down. It is for their sake. I give the example. When he says faith comes by hearing... Then hearing by, what he's saying is, except your understanding is open, you cannot understand the word of God. You can hear it and it makes no sense to you. In Luke chapter 24, he said, Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Why? Because you do err. Not understanding the scriptures, not the power of God. So your righteousness, my righteousness, the righteousness of a drug addict who got born again five minutes ago is the same. But the fruits of righteousness can never be the same. The fruits of righteousness can never be the same. God watches over the fruits of righteousness and he increases it according to the way you respond to him. Philippians chapter number 1, let me begin to read from verse number 3. Philippians 1 verse number 3. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, making requests for you all with joy. For your fellowship, that's partnership in the gospel. From the first day until now. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you, we complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. Can I hear amen? amen? Just as it is right for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, in as much as both in my chains and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, you all are partakers with me of grace. The King James Version says, you are all partakers of my grace for God is my witness how greatly I long for you all with the affection of Jesus Christ and this I pray that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and discernment 
That you may approve the things that are excellent. That you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ. So if somebody is allowing, bringing offense to you, or is causing you to be offended, he wants you not to be anointed. Because you cannot be offended and anointed at the same time. He wants to cut off your anointing and you have yourself to blame. Being filled with what? Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Let me go to Philippians chapter 4. No, first and foremost, second Corinthians 9. If I'm going to be filled with the fruits of righteousness, how does that happen? Our righteousness is the same, but fruits of righteousness cannot be the same. It depends on what I do. It depends on what you do. And what is it that God is calling attention to this morning? Second Corinthians chapter 9 verse 6. How will I be filled with the fruits of righteousness? But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and he who sows bountifully will also reap. Are they going to reap the same way? Would the man who sows sparingly reap bountifully? <laughs> I'm restraining myself. Because there are people you think are money bags and they didn't contribute a dime to what is going on in this church. And the consequences of their refusal is eating at them and you're full of pity and concern. So how did he get this way? There's no single soul in this church that I wrote a letter to and said this project will fail without your contribution what I say to one I say to all and it's on this podium do you understand me I've not compelled anyone you must do this we all freely and willingly but you judge by what you give towards God and what you give towards self and you think God can be mocked. You have forgotten that whatsoever a man sows, the same shall reap, shall he also reap. Because it will be mockery to God for that to happen. I give you a clear example. In the church one day I was worshipping God. And the Lord said to me, give so and so a millionaire. Do you understand me? It was clear in my spirit. I knew God spoke. And I asked a person to see me. And I said, the Lord said to me, to give you one million naira. I don't know what for. I said, I know what. We were driving home after you preached one day. And I said to God, please give me one million naira so I can have a seat to put in the citadel. God had answered my prayer. I gave him the money. I didn't think... It was for Satan and I thought it was for him. Whereas God just wanted to answer that request. So if I refuse to obey, I block him and block myself. Let's read on. If you want me to ask the person to testify, he's here. I don't show up. The person is here. 
He said, God just answered, came with his wife. He said, we were talking, my wife and I, if I can only get a million to give towards the citadel. God heard. So he's looking for somebody to prove himself mighty in the life of that man. Then I'll become a stumbling block between God and him. God forbid. Let me read on. So let each one give as he purposes in his heart. Not grudgingly or of necessity for God loves a cheerful giver. I'm talking about the fruits of righteousness. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. You are looking for multi, multiple streams of income. You can't get it because you got an MBA and a fellow of chartered accountant. Nah! You can't just get it because you establish business. They can all dry up. You have to be a tree planted by the rivers of many waters. And trees don't plant themselves. It has to be the one planting you there. Do you understand me? It's not a logo. Bless is the man that does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Nor stand in the way of sinners. Nor sit in the seat of discomfort. His delight is in the law of the Lord. And in it does he meditate? He shall be like a tree. Planted by the rivers of water. That brings forth its fruit in season. His leaves shall not wither. Whatsoever it does. Shall prosper. The ungodly are not so. Let's read. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That you always having. Not lacking. That you always having all sufficiency. In all things. May have an abundance for every good work. As it is written. He has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. That's where many people stay. I'm a righteous man. I told them last Thursday or Friday that hope is not a strategy. I'm a righteous man does not put food on your table if you don't know what to do. Do you understand me? I say, I'm a righteous man. I'm a righteous man. I'm a righteous man. Confess it 20,000 times a day. I'm a righteous man. And you don't know what to do? You'll be a righteous, hungry man very soon. Here we go. Now may he who supplies seed to the sower <laughs> and bread, King James Version says, to the eater. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food, supply 
and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits. How is it? How is your fruit of righteousness going to be increased by the seed you sow? He's looking at it whether you prioritize God or prioritize self, whether you are rich towards God or rich towards self. I pray I'm able to finish this message today because I have so many backlog messages that are here to be preached and God just seems to be saying stop, do this now and I have to obey. If the fruits of your righteousness does not increase, you have no account in heaven. Righteousness is dashed, is given. Abraham believed God and was counted unto him as but the test the practicalities of his obedience and righteousness will follow when he's asked to take Isaac to Mount Moriah. Give me Philippians chapter 4, verse number 10. Philippians 4:10. Thank you. But I rejoice in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I've learned in whatever state I am to be content. I know how to be abased. That's the scripture of so many people. They do not know it was relaying an experience. So they come here and said, it's not wrong to be abased. And so I know how to go down and I know how to go up. Jangirofa, Ipumoto, Jangirova, Ipumoto, Jangirova, Ipumoto. I know how to be a base and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things, I've learned to be full. Learn to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. You wonder what is causing him to suffer need because he's pouring himself out and giving all. Thanks so much for listening. We have to end it here today, but it's been a real joy to come into your homes to unveil the truth of God's Word. This message will continue in a subsequent episode. I pray that the truth you've embraced will not only set you free, but it will empower you to impact your environment positively as God's representative in your sphere of influence. Till we meet again on this platform, Remain sandwiched between the peace of God and the God of peace. God bless you richly. Bye for now.